Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, to which we say, to God be the glory. That text from Titus 2 and verse 11 is such a beautiful text. And again, thank you God for your grace. We pause at this point and thank our J. Webb always for his kind words. And greetings to all of you and thank you for joining us for our studies here through the International Gospel Hour. You know, without an audience, well, we wouldn't be able to go anywhere. But we're grateful that you tune in for our studies, and we hope that we will bring forth something that will be of help to you in your life. In Titus 2, beginning with verse 11, the text says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It continues in verse 12 by saying, Teaching us that in denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. When one studies the grace of God, the scriptures come forth with such beauty. I mean, when you hear the word grace, It gives a little peace and an ease to your mind and heart. But listen to some scriptures about the beauty of God's grace. And and I'll share these with you. They all began with the letter S. But God grants a saving grace for mankind. In Ephesians 2, beginning with verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God also grants a standing grace wherein the Christian stands. 1 Peter 5, 10-12 But may the God of all grace, who called you, or called us rather, to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you, to him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. By Silvanus and our faithful brother, as I consider him, I have written to you briefly, exhorting and testifying that this is the true grace of God in which you stand. Thirdly, God grants a serving grace that others may be helped and led to God. In Hebrews 12, verse 28, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. God even grants a singing grace so that one may worship acceptably. In Colossians 3, verse 16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. God also grants a sufficient grace for the problems of the child of God. 
For in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. I love to look at the beauty of God's grace. A saving grace, a standing grace, a serving grace, a singing grace, a sufficient grace. Oh, again, dear friends, to God be the glory. And today, we're going to study or continue our study of God's grace as we consider the teaching grace of God from Titus 2. Very important subject, dear friends. But before we do that, here's a little information about our podcast options from International Gospel Hour. Hello, friends. Miss a broadcast of Are You Listening? Please know you may easily access previous broadcasts through our seven podcast partners, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Just search for International Gospel Hour, and you can find previous broadcasts of Are You Listening? They are always there 24-7 for you to listen or download. And now... Let's continue our study. And let us also add, too, dear friends, that there are, of course, a number of other podcast platforms of which we have. So if you have a favorite one, just search International Gospel Hour, and chances are we'll be right there on the tool that you use for your podcast listening pleasure. And now, from Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14, let's talk about the teaching grace of God. Now, remember... In Titus 2 and verse 11, the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching us that. So God's grace is a teaching grace. Dear friends, we just can't sit down and say, oh, God's grace is upon me. That way everybody would be saved without doing anything, without a belief, without anything. And why would Christ have died for that to be the case? We need the grace of God, and He instructs us. So here we go. Number one, it teaches us to leave. Going back to Titus 2, first part of verse 12, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. So the grace of God teaches us to leave sinful living. Think about the things of the world, the ungodliness, the worldly lust. Are we not taught in 1 John 2, verse 15, to love not the world, neither the things that are in the world? If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, it's not of the Father, but of the world. And the world passing, the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that will do the will of God abides forever. So, the Grace of God teaches us what we are to leave, an ungodly life. When we believe in Christ and repent of our sins and repent of living that ungodly life, that worldly life, and we confess Christ and we are baptized into Christ, to God be the glory that we can crucify that old man of sin, that worldly living, through baptism, Romans 6, 3 and 4. We're raised to walk in newness of life. So first, the grace of God teaches us that we have to leave the teaching and the sinful world. Number two, the teaching grace of God teaches us to live. Now back to verse 12 of Titus 2. Teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, leaving, we should 
live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. So it teaches us what to leave, but also teaches us how to live. And when we replace what we have left with how we can live, would we not agree that in Christ that will be such a better life? Without a doubt, dear friends, to live soberly or wise in God, to live righteously. Now, friends, I'm going to play with a word here. I'm going to create a word that you may not have heard before. But, dear friends, I can live righteously if I turn away from living wrongishly. Now, you're saying, Mr. Archie, there's no such word, or Jaff, there is no such word as wrongly. Well, it is now. <laughs> so, anyway, you get the idea, friends. We live righteously. You can't live in a wrong way. We live godly, not ungodly. It's the totally opposite of what we have left, and now we live. I love the phrase, living godly in this present age, parallels perfectly with Second Timothy 3.12, It says, yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. There's going to be the trials and the troubles and the persecution. Hey, there may even be those that would criticize the very broadcast that we are doing or criticize the way you are living. But God's grace teaches us how to live, and it's a great way to live. Let me give you a third one. Titus 2, 11 through 14, the teaching grace of God teaches us to look. You see, it's taught us what to leave and how to live. Now it's teaching us to look. Verse 13 and 14, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us. We are looking for him to come. Recently, I was reading a post on social media of a couple that suffered such a great loss with a child. And they said, Come, Lord Jesus. Dear friends, our suffering on this earth, we desire for the Lord to come back. You know, every eye will see him, according to Revelation 1.5. <laughs> Folks, there's not going to be some secret rapture for a few. When the Lord returns, everybody's going to know. And you know, to the church at Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 14 and following, they would take comfort in knowing that the Lord would return. The Lord teaches us, the grace of God teaches us to leave, to live, to look, and finally, to labor. That he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. He will purify us. The good works that in the same book of Titus chapter 3, three times he talks about works of which, verse 1, we are to be ready for them. Verse 2, to maintain them. And, or rather, verse 8 and verse 14, to learn to maintain or keep them going. The teaching grace of God, to God be the glory. You see, the teaching grace of God allows us to learn His will and His way. And with that said, here's our Jay Webb with our special Victory in Jesus study just for you. We are so thankful for you, our listeners, and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study offer on this program is... Victory in Jesus, a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. Please leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our study. We are taught by the grace of God how to leave, how to live, how to look, and how to labor. What an awesome study today. And we're going to continue studies like this together another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.